Hello church family, uh, t- today is going to be the last time we're going to study uh, Nehemiah chapter 7. If you remember this whole week we talked about how do you discern ministry and um, how you know this is the will of God. And um, we talked about how um, God gives us desires for us. So as you continue to live your live and walk faithfully to, with the Lord, God's going to uh, generate in your heart certain desires to be able to serve Him. And as you continue to grow in your affections, your affection will ultimately be aligned with what God wants, and that's how you know. And in the end, you just have to act in faith, and then whatever the outcome is, you trust that the Lord uh, is using that. Whether pro, whether it's good or bad, we thank the Lord that ultimately this is for our good and for His glory. And yesterday we talked about how God uses those desires. Uh, it's more than just giving you the desire, but He, he moves you. He, put, he providentially places circumstances and opportunities in your life, and, it, and, and, and just things just happen. That's how you know God's will. Um, we all live by faith and not by sight, and we live off the biblical principles in our daily lives so that the outcome of God's sovereign will, will be um, fulfilled. Now, we get to this last point, and this sounds almost like a, like a contradiction to the other ones, but sometimes God will remove those desires. God can move, remove the opportunities. God can change uh, who you are or even change the circumstances so that certain things um, that you once wanted to do may not be something that you do anymore. And I say this, I draw this from uh, verse 65. This is right after when there's a list of all these different individuals that are not from the Levi, uh, or at least these individuals, um, they couldn't, uh, trace their lineage back to someone that were um, you know, Jewish ancestry. Uh, so they were let go. But for those that they're uncertain, uh, the governor, in verse 65, said, the governor said to them that they should not eat from the uh, most holy things until a priest arose with the umim and the thumim. Again, I mentioned that these were these little de- devices that they would use to decide uh, what God's will is, and if it, and like these little sticks kind of thing that, like, if it, it's almost like in our modern days, like drawing the, the short straw. Like, that's kind of what they used back then to decide on things that are not revealed in Scripture, and because of that, they understand that like God uh, is ultimately going to give the answer, whether it's yes or no. God is in control of that. And we see that in our life as well. Uh, God sometimes will deny your desires. It could be because sometimes it's sin. You, know, you want to marry someone, you want to pursue them, they reject you, and you get frustrated and you want to know why. And it could be, could be, not always, it could be because there's some sin in your life. Or it could be that God's trying to protect you from something that's beyond you. Um, I think I've shared this with most of you. I have, I have friends that would get rejected, and then the girls that they ended up that ended up rejecting them down the line, rege- denied the faith altogether, and um, and I always try to get them to see that perspective that you know God really does love you regardless of um, what the outcome is. He always have your best interest in mind. Um, so sometimes your desires can be thwarted not because of sin, though that could be true, because in James chapter one it says that you pray and you don't get receive because you're using these things for your sinful desires. But sometimes God is um, denying things because it's to spare you, it's to protect you. And uh, you can, again, you can use do, you can do all the, the right principles, but sometimes the Lord will withhold those things because he does care about you. Um, in fact, in Second Samuel chapter 7, sometimes uh, um, the Lord will just say no. 
like uh, is it because it's best for because he has plans for someone else to do it. So Second Samuel chapter seven, this is where uh, David, after being successful and being king and everything, uh, after finally being in the th on the throne, he wanted to build the temple, but God said it's not going to be him. He's not going to be the one that's going to build the temple. He tells him that. Um, uh, his son Solomon is going to be is going to do just that. Now, building the temple is actually you know that's the right thing, but God says that says no, uh, and and that's still good. Sometimes a good opportunity for us, and, and, and there's it seems like there's nothing wrong uh, with the actual um, with the, with the actual thing that we're uh, going after. But if the Lord closes the opportunity, that again tells you that this is not God's will. Even um, over time, uh, it could be revealed that. Maybe it's just God's trying to teach you through the journey of trusting Him and, and relying on Him. And then the outcome is just, the, that's it. That's the lesson. The lesson is just to trust Him, not for the outcome that you want, but just to continue to, to, to grow in your trust and faith in Him. Again, we understand Romans 8 tells us that God does all things for our good and for his glory. In fact, in the New Testament, when Paul, every time he wants to go to desire, he sometimes he has a desire to go to certain places, but his desires get thwarted because of um, because uh, God doesn't want him to go there. In fact, um, even uh, in the book of Acts, when we see the division between Paul, uh, uh, Paul uh, when there was a separation between uh, Paul and Barabbas and uh, and and um, and Mark. Um, in the end, we can see just looking at uh, tr uh, the Book of Acts and even through the New Testament that this was all part of God's sovereign plan. Because if Paul did not leave uh, Barnabas and um, and Mark, he wouldn't have uh, gone to the place where he needed to go, where he would end up meeting Timothy. And, uh, and it's, be, it's because of that, because Jim, Timothy joined him in another ministry journey, we have First and Second Timothy. And we even know at the end of Second Timothy, um, Paul and um, uh, uh, Mark uh, reconciles. And he, he says that this person is useful to me. See, there's sometimes God will deny certain things or, or move us from place to place. And it seems like it's not the right thing at the moment. But yet, even in, our, even in the negative it, by removing desires or removing opportunities and we just keep living life doing other things we can see that God's actually uh, orchestrate everything for our good again this is hard to discern because and the, it's, these are a lot of things like in future looking back uh, that's why it's mainly um, if you're walking faith with the Lord and if the Lord closes the door you can praise the Lord for it and just do something else God's way is always higher than ours, and uh, we always need to be content and thankful no matter what the outcome may be. Um, and again, uh, we just need to have this in mind that we can't sin. We, we, don't, we don't want to sin just because you don't get what you want. Uh, there's a temptation to think that, well, I did everything right, so God should give me what I want. No, that's not true. You, don't do, you and I don't deserve anything. If we do anything right and God says yes or no, that's just yes. That's just whatever the outcome may be. We should thank the Lord for it, for making it very clear to us that that is not His will. So that's how God removes desires. I mean, I've seen in seminary um, people uh, and yeah, people that went down to seminary and um, you know they travel from different parts of the world to seminary, and after they go through the first semester of uh, Hebrew and you know the, all the hard classes, they realize that they're not built for it and that's okay and but that but at the same time by being there they were able to get plugged into another church and they were uh, different ministries they're thriving in different places sometimes the lord will do that he'll he'll move you from place to place by giving you certain desires and then changing it 
it's in our perspective, it seems like God's will has changed, but in reality, it's just He's just removing our desires. He's changing things for our for our good. You can, for one moment, use our desires, or uh, that's as pure and noble, and then change the outcome, and 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 give us new desires to do something else. Um, and that's good. That's how God works through providentially through his, through the individuals that believe in him, <clears throat> that that worship Him. Uh, so that's how we can discern God's will. In the, in the case of ministry, look, sometimes you, when you do ministry, you're going to be on fire for something. And over time, that the, the fire may wane. It could, again, it could be one or two things. It could be sin. That we, it could be sin. One of them could be sin is that you become lazy and apathetic and those you need to repent. But sometimes you can be faithful and on fire and the ministry just dies. And you need to be okay with that. You need to be content with that. Ministry comes, ministry goes. Especially now, when we think about our COVID-19 situation, some of us before this had a whole bunch of desires and ministries, things that we wanted to do, but the Lord removed those opportunities from us because of the situation we're in now. We just now need to just find different ways in which we can serve the church. So that's an example of how we could do that in ministry. Uh, some people think that their ministry, their desires for what is best for church will must stand. And no, sometimes the Lord will just remove those things for from people. I mean, we have in the past, and not just our church, but churches in general have have had elders at first wanting to be elders, and then over time not wanting to be elders, and that's okay. Uh, that's just the Lord using them for a season and then removing them uh, because they're not needed in the next season. And we, but they'll you be they'll be used in different ways because God is not like it's not like us like where we we kind of run out of things for uh, ideas for people to do. <clears throat> no, God is omniscient. He knows all things. He knows how to use his people as long as they're faithful to him. So that's uh, um, for this week. We, how does God use our desires? Well, first he gives it to us, that he uses it, and then lastly, he, he can remove it as well. And we can trust in God's uh, sovereign hand in, in all of that. Because we know at the end of the day, what is best for us will most, will, will, most, uh, will for sure glorify our God. Thanks for listening. I hope you have a good weekend. Take care.